Welcome to Born to be Breastfed with your host, Marie Biancuso. Our program aims to help you bust through the breastfeeding myths and ensure you and your baby enjoy the breastfeeding journey. Over the next hour, we'll help you figure out how to overcome the obstacles you might encounter and how to incorporate breastfeeding into your busy life. Now, here is your host, Marie Biancuso. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm your host for Born to be Breastfed, where every week we bust the myths and clarify the facts about breastfeeding and beyond. And today, I got a great show in store for you because we are going to clarify so many facts with my guest today, Robin Williams. Robin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Marie. I really appreciate being here. And by the way, Robin has been a guest before. She was one of my guests in my very early times. As you know, the show has aired more than, I think, more than 200 episodes by now. And Robin came to talk to us about big breasts and about bras that are uh, helpful for women with big breasts. So you want I want to catch that one, too. Robin is a certified lactation consultant in Colorado in private practice. She's the owner of Boozum Buddies, a company offering breast pumps and breastfeeding supplies. Robin has been working with breastfeeding families for more than 20 years, and she has helped, get this, over 600 women to choose the pump that's best for them, as well as being able to personally experience many of the most popular pumps that are on the market. Now, just to give you a little clue here, in Robin's spare time, she keeps up with her three elementary school-aged boys including a set of twins. Um, Robin, we're so happy to have you here. We know that you are a mountain of knowledge. And all of you listeners, just a little preview for you here. Robin, who is the owner of Bosom Buddies, is going to be offering a um, special for you if you listen until the end of the show. If you want Robin's special discount for her many, many products that she has in her online store, We will be telling about that later in the game. But what we want to talk to you about today is breast pumps as they relate to your insurance plan. This is one of the things that it seems to me I get really deep into lately with people who raise so many questions. And we're going to talk about really three things and then kind of the other miscellaneous things. But the first is actually about the pump itself. Then we'll talk about the money piece and then the process of actually getting what would be the best pump for you. So, Robin, I want to start with just talking about the pump itself. And here's a question that I get, like to me, this is probably the top level question. What brand and what specific model of breast pump is covered by my insurance and how do I find out? That's kind of a two-part there. But anyway, uh, people think that they're going to get what their next-door neighbor got. That's not necessarily true. Can you address this? Yeah, that's a great question. And you're right. It comes up all the time. This yep. it's, it's a very confusing process. So <laughs> your first question, what pump can I get? And the answer, as to many questions with insurance, is it depends. There is no, generally no specific uh, pump that, that somebody can get that's regulated by the insurance or mandated by 
the Affordable Care Act or anything. It So it really depends on your insurance company and how they have set up their distribution process. Mm. So really what you need to do is you need to contact your insurance company. You need to ask them about what your coverage is and how you go about getting that pump. And then they will direct you. And I have heard many things over the years, anything from you call this number and you have a whole bunch to choose from and you just tell them what they want to go to a store, buy whatever you want, send us the receipt to here is the one and only one we will offer you. Call us after you have your baby and we'll send it to you in a few weeks. So it runs the gamut from being lots of choices and very convenient to not very many choices and fairly inconvenient. Robin, have you ever seen a company that says it is this one, take it or leave it? Yes, there are some that do that. And they change over time as well. So you really just have to talk to your insurance company at the time where you're getting close to needing it to figure out what their policies are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, everything that she's saying squares with my experience as well. Robin, what about... Um, the pumps that are provided under the insurance plan. I've had many mothers ask me, are these really the same as any other pump or is there something special about them? And if they're special, meaning lesser or mm-hmm. worser, I suppose, or, or more or, or less, uh, I guess the real question is, is there any way to tell? Well, there are some differences sometimes and not sometimes. Again, it depends on the manufacturer in a large part. And some manufacturers have made different models of pumps for the insurance market versus the ones that you would go to the store and buy. Uh A lot of times that has to do with accessories, sometimes feature differences. And so, so there are some differences that are there. Uh, but it, it, again, depends on what your plan offers because some will offer more of those and some won't, but uh, it, it, there's just a lot of variability there. Sure, sure. Robin, you immediately mentioned something about accessories, and when I think of accessories, the big thing that I think of is the flange, meaning the flange, obviously it's going to come with a flange, but uh, the question of flange sizes, you and I have both lived long enough to know that not all flange sizes fit all people. Typically, what I've seen from being a hospital nurse is that the, the ship, excuse me, the pump ships with one, possibly two sizes. But uh, what about if you don't fit that size? How does that work? That's a great question because flange size is very important to your pumping process. Yeah. And you really need to get the one that works best for you. The problem is you don't know that until you're pumping because your breasts change as you're pregnant after you give birth and as you're breastfeeding. So getting a pump that has multiple flange sizes with it is a benefit because you have some right there at your fingertips to try. And that's a great change that has happened over the last several years as more and more manufacturers have recognized that and made them available, sometimes even included them with the pump. So it is certainly something worth asking and putting into your your criteria of which pump you're going to choose not only the flange sizes available, but what is included with your pump. 
And then the other thing that's important to keep in mind is that, as you know, that can change over time. Oh, yes. So the flange size that you need today may be different than the flange size you need in two weeks or two months. Absolutely. Uh, Robin, let me just make it clear to listeners that it certainly can affect your comfort level, no doubt, but it also affects your volume level. Mm-hmm. So this is really important, and there's another piece to it too, which is <laughs> I've just gotten finished writing a workbook for new lactation, well, I suppose for any lactation consultants, and one of the comments that I made in the workbook was that flanges are like shoes. You really don't know what size you need until you are, quote, wearing them, unquote, mm-hmm. Uh, you you know you've real it's you know how you put a pair of shoes on and yeah yeah you know it looks good feels good and then you go to stand up or walk in it and it doesn't necessarily feel good, so this is hugely important. Robin, what happens if a woman has to just uh, buy the flange size herself that actually fits her? What kind of money is she talking here? Well, it depends on the pump. I have seen them range anywhere from about probably $10 a pair to about $30 a pair. In the whole scheme of things, it's not a huge investment, but sure. it, it is something you need to plan for because all these little things can add up over time. And you, you really do need to plan, like you said, on trying different ones because you, you just have to be open to that. Otherwise, you're not going to get a good pumping experience. Absolutely. Robin, We uh, to me, the flange size is like the critical factor, but what other kinds of accessories might be covered or have you seen covered or that people mm-hmm. want to have covered? So the biggest one is a bag to carry your pump in. Right. And when you're, you just had your baby in your home, it's not as big of a deal because you're kind of stationary in one spot, but especially if you're considering going back to work or wanting mobility, having something that will carry that pump around and protect it yet be compact enough that it's not obtrusive to to have with you is is nice. And so a custom bag for the pump that holds the pieces and everything is a very nice convenience. And sometimes those are covered, sometimes those are not. Um, That's a big one. I have even encountered one insurance plan that provided continued spare parts throughout the year and accessories such as storage bags and even a vehicle lighter adapter so you can pump in the car. Uh I'm going to say I don't hear that very often, but you just never know. Uh Uh-huh, (laughs) uh-huh. On these custom bags, about what kind of money does it cost if if it doesn't get covered by your insurance plan? So most of them are not available separately. This would be a different model that the manufacturer would make to put it together. But some companies allow you to buy up, so to speak. So Mm. they'll say, yes, you have coverage for a pump and these are your choices or this is the one that is covered. If you want to pay an extra $50 or $80 or maybe even $100, you could get a an upgraded pump that has the bag with it, or sometimes even an upgraded model that maybe has some more mobility or something like that with it. Yeah, agreed. Robin, another question that I get, and I know the answer, but I want you to speak to this, please. People want to know if they can try these out ahead of time. And I know that the FDA addresses the whole idea of single use. Uh, 
talk to us about single use, the FDA, and trying it on ahead of time. Sure. So the only pumps that are safe for use by multiple women are ones that are specifically designed for that. And so it's very important to know the type of pump that it is. Most of the pumps in the price range that we're talking about in the, the under three to $400, maybe $500 range, are designed as single-user pumps. What that means is that there could be health risks for, with multiple women using that pump, even if the parts and pieces are, and are changed and all of that, just in the way the design of the pump was. So it is very important that you know what kind of pump you have. Most of them are single user that we're talking about. And so the risk of sharing it is, is definitely there and recognized by the FDA and advised against. So it is not a wise idea to try one out, not only for the health risk perspective, but also if you're trying one out, that means it's a used pump. And so you may or may not be getting the real picture of how it would work if it were new and working properly. So unfortunately, this is one of those things that you don't get to try before you buy. (laughs) You just have to make your best estimate and guess based on all the information you have and then hopefully have some really good support of people that can help you learn how to use your pump to make it work best for you. Totally agreed. Hey, everybody, don't go away because when we come back, we're going to get into that whole money piece that I promised you we'd talk about. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this short break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you need breastfeeding training for your hospital staff? Maybe you need to offer all 15 sessions to meet the baby-friendly requirements. Or perhaps you need just a few sessions. Check out Marie's new course, Best Practices for Breastfeeding Management. It's perfect for improving your exclusive breastfeeding rates and helping staff earn contact hours. You know Marie will focus on the clinical outcomes, not just the training process. Marie's course offers the ultimate in flexibility and convenience. It's online 24-7 so staff can study at their own pace. You can use the course for all of your staff or just your newly hired staff. And Marie offers a tracking report so you can tell who has started or finished. Best of all, staff can print out their own certificate when they finish. Don't waste another minute trying to develop your own course. Trust America's leading breastfeeding educator to provide staff training that works. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894. 703-787-9894. And ask for your bulk discount. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Was your breastfeeding experience stressful or challenging? Did you face an unusual obstacle and go on to meet your goals? 
If so, we'd like to hear from you, and so would other mothers. Email radio at borntobebreastfed.com to see if you can be Marie's next guest. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm your host for Born to be Breastfed, and I'm here today with Robin Williams. Robin, talk to us about money for a pump, because people think that their insurance is going to cover it. And let's face it, most times it does. And we'll talk about that process a little bit more later. But if they were to just run right out and buy a pump, in my experience, that costs from a few dollars to a few hundred dollars and if you are independently wealthy it could be up to several hundred dollars if you want something that's probably overkill for most people but um, talk to us a little bit about what most mothers would have to spend for the kind of pump that they probably would like which is different maybe than what they would need uh, in your experience. Sure, that's that's another good question. And your price range is right on. You have a yep. few dollars to a few hundred for what most people are looking at. Really, you have to look at what is mom using this pump for? Or You mm-hmm. said what she would like, and that's important. If she is using this pump for a date night once a week and has plenty of time to pump during the week, she can probably use a small single electric or a manual pump very successfully Absolutely, and reasonably can do that for $50 or even less. If she's returning to work, that's not going to cut it. She needs, for various reasons, she needs something more substantial. And so probably looking at for a good quality pump that's going to keep your supply up while you're at work full time, you're looking at it, I'd say between about two and four hundred dollars okay. in general. Yeah. So uh, that's that's kind of the range you're looking at. Okay. Uh, the reason that I bring that up is that uh, just before the show, I went back to an article that I wrote for the Journal of Obstetric Gynecologic and Neonatal Nursing, what most of us call Joggin. Um, several years ago, and I kind of broke it up pretty much the way that you're talking about. The first category being what, I like your word, date night. I didn't actually use that, but that's a that's a good <laughs> way to look at it. You know, it's, it's very occasional use. And the second one being, yeah, you know, you're kind of using this on a regular basis, maybe going back to work or some other situation. And then finally, those that are what I call pump dependent, that is their baby is so sick that the only form of stimulation that they are getting and the only way that they could possibly be removing milk with a pump is what I would call a high hospital grade pump. So to me it kind of are those are like the three big categories in in my head. Uh, 
And that kind of brings me to another point, which is, what about if you need a, a pump that is not necessarily the one that is covered by your insurance? The question that I get is something along the lines of, how about if I just shelled out some extra money, then could I could I get insurance to pay what they would normally pay and then just make up the rest myself? How does that work? Mm-hmm. Well, some insurance companies will or policies will allow you to do that in a couple of different ways. Some of them will just let you go buy what you want and then reimburse you either partially or fully. And right. some, like I said, do this call up and here's your options. Do you want to upgrade it, pay the difference? So in some cases, that's a possibility. Uh, but but it's, there's just a lot of variety of factors in there with that. Okay. All right. So what about, I've seen women who go out, get a pump, then somehow the light bulb goes on for them that it's going to, that, that they would have been entitled to a pump with their insurance. So if you've already got the pump, then can you go back to your insurance company and say, hey, I've already got a pump. Can you get some kind of, I don't know, claim for reimbursement? Yes. Uh, well, it, it depends, but it's possible. Some companies do offer that. And basically, you pr- you bought your own medical supply out of pocket that was covered, and some of them allow for that. But some insurance companies do require that you go a different way or go through them in some way. So you don't want to count on that. But if it's happened, hey, it never hurts to ask because the worst they can say is no. And if that happens and they won't cover a pump that you got previously for various reasons, like you got it from an out-of-network provider without permission or it was too early or something like that, you may be able to get another pump. You just mentioned network, and that is big on my mind. Do you have to get the pump at a specific place that's in network, or doesn't it matter? That depends on your insurance company. So it's always something you want to talk to them about first. Most of them do want you to go with a network provider. The challenge with that is some of them have a pretty decent network setup of where you can get them. And some of them don't. So, so if if the hoops are relatively easy to jump through, great. And it makes it easier for you. If they're very challenging, then you as the consumer and the buyer of the insurance product have to be an advocate for yourself to try to lessen those hoops and tell them that you need this medical equipment, you need it now, and you can't wait or afford to go through the hoops that they want you to jump through, and there may be other alternatives that they can give you. Robin, I just want to caution people because one time... You know, it was after dinner. My husband and I went out to one of the big box stores for, you know, I don't know, a mattress pad or some crazy thing. And somehow I get in the aisle where the pumps are. And there is some woman who is probably closer to, well, I'm not going to say closer to my age, but, <laughs> but clearly, clearly beyond her childbearing age. And she's there and she was buying a pump for her daughter. Her daughter had just been taken to the hospital in preterm labor. And apparently the daughter told her, go out and buy a pump for me. And of course, I'm standing there trying to figure out if I'm going to be a nurse for the evening or if I'm just going to shut up and, 
you know, pretend like I don't see this. But I, I ended up having a conversation with this woman and basically saying to her, if your daughter, if, if your daughter really does deliver this baby really preterm, and I'm thinking the daughter was like 28 weeks or something, um, this pump is not going to be what she needs. And so... Uh, I guess maybe a big piece that I would have here is something along the lines of how do we help mothers to know that they shouldn't be doing that? That's that's a really hard question, but I think you're right. It's yeah. so essential. Yeah. Because if you just think about the first questions you started the show with, we're so what moms are thinking, which is my insurance gives me a pump. How do I do that? Right. But really from a lactation consultant perspective, and honestly, from a mom perspective who's been through this, you need to not think about it in that way. You need to flip it around and you need to think, I need to feed my baby. What do I need to make that happen? Let's figure that out. Then let's figure out how can the insurance be involved in this? Because if you're letting the insurance company dictate what you get, you need to find out if that even meets the need that you have. Otherwise, it's not doing you any, you any good and you can't totally. provide your milk for your baby. Absolutely. So number one, figure out what you need. And if you have a 28-week preterm baby, you need a hospital-grade rental pump Absolutely. to get Absolutely. that milk supply in and strong for now. That doesn't yep. mean that's what you need forever, forever. but for right. now. And that's what you need. And you can fight with your insurance company about that. But to... Just take what they give you and risk damaging your milk supply is not a risk that I would ever ask a mom to make. Right. I I guess that's maybe why I opened my big mouth that evening because (laughs) I I just felt like, oh, me, you know. So let's go back to this in-network thing. What Mm -hmm. do you do if the in-network providers don't have a breast pump that's available on your plan? How does that work? So then you have a little bit more legwork to do with your insurance plan, but you go back to them and you explain that to them that I, I have this benefit. First, you have to make sure you have that benefit and it cannot be provided to me in the way I need it, such as right now or right here. I, I can't wait three weeks for you to ship me a pump or I can't wait for one to come across state lines. I need one right here, right now. Right. There is something called a gap exception. Where if there is not an in-network service available for you locally, your insurance company will do this except or has a policy to do this exception. So you can get the service from an out-of-network provider and it be covered in an in-network way. So the magic word is a gap exception and different insurance companies handle it in different ways. But if you can get that through, then you may be able to just go down to a local provider, call a lactation consultant, somebody that has one locally that can help you right away and then work on getting reimbursed from your insurance. But that is something you have to have set up ahead of time. time. That is not something that they do after the fact. So the take-home message there would be make sure that you jump through the hoops that they're going to make you jump through. Right? Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is one thing you have to add to your prenatal list of all of the things you're preparing for. I think it's a very important thing, but you need to be talking to your insurance company so you know the process, what they offer, things like that. So you can have your plan in place for when you need it, how you're going to go about getting it. 
So I'm all for planning. I'm kind of a planner myself. But here's the question. Is it ever, quote, too late to get your pump? When are you no longer eligible? That's going to depend on your insurance plan. I have heard some as early as six weeks after the baby is born say that if you haven't started the process, it's too late. Uh-huh. That is a long time ago. So because that's really fast, you don't yeah, yeah, agree. Can't do anything in that amount of time. You got a baby to take care of. Right, so right. I, I don't know a hard and fast answer to that. Um, oh. That's, that's going to depend on your insurance company. And certainly you would say it's always worth asking, right? Absolutely. I yeah. mean, it's, it's a phone call. And if sure. it's going to help you out, great. Great. Go for it. Hey, everybody, don't go away. I'm going to ask Robin to talk to us more about this process. And then I'm going to go to some other questions that are sort of up my sleeve. So don't go away. We'll be right back after this short break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you need breastfeeding training for your hospital staff? Maybe you need to offer all 15 sessions to meet the baby-friendly requirements. Or perhaps you need just a few sessions. Check out Marie's new course, Best Practices for Breastfeeding Management. It's perfect for improving your exclusive breastfeeding rates and helping staff earn contact hours. You know Marie will focus on the clinical outcomes, not just the training process. Marie's course offers the ultimate in flexibility and convenience. It's online 24-7 so staff can study at their own pace. You can use the course for all of your staff or just your newly hired staff. And Marie offers a tracking report so you can tell who has started or finished. Best of all, staff can print out their own certificate when they finish. Don't waste another minute trying to develop your own course. Trust America's leading breastfeeding educator to provide staff training that works. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894. 703-787-9894. And ask for your bulk discount. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Was your breastfeeding experience stressful or challenging? Did you face an unusual obstacle and go on to meet your goals? If so, we'd like to hear from you, and so would other mothers. Email radio at borntobebreastfed.com to see if you can be Marie's next guest. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. 
To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Born to be Breastfed. My guest today is Robin Williams, owner of Bosom Buddies. So, Robin, how does this work exactly? Do you need to have a prescription from your doctor, or can you just walk into a place and just get your pump? How does that work? Again, it's going to depend on your insurance plan. For the most part, you're not going to need a prescription to get a pump. The challenge may be if there is a need for you to have a particular kind of pump. We mentioned briefly the hospital-grade pump that most people rent. A lot of insurance companies will not cover that at all, but some will, though they need evidence basically from your doctor as to why they need to cover this particular kind of pump. So there are some cases where it will be necessary, but that's one of the questions that you want to ask in the beginning when you're doing your research with your insurance company. Yeah, yeah, I would totally agree. Everybody thinks that it's just an automatic that they're going to be entitled to a breast pump. Are you aware of insurance pump plans where the plan actually doesn't cover a pump at all? Yes, they are less common now, but the biggest one is Medicaid in a lot of states. Not yep. every state, but in a lot of states, Medicaid does not cover a pump. And there are still a few plans out there that do not cover them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, what about, I'm well aware that there are some insurance companies that cover only what I would call a manual pump. That is, they mm-hmm. don't have a motor. Mm-hmm. All right. So these are absolutely, in my opinion, not, they're they're great little pumps sometimes, but not necessarily appropriate for special circumstances. I'm thinking we're back to the baby that's 28 weeks or some other thing. Um, Are there ways that you can get a better pump if all they cover is the manual pump? You may not be able to get your insurance to cover it, but... It's You just have to try. It depends on your insurance company. You are definitely going to need your doctor's help in that regard. The challenge is that when you need a piece of equipment like that is not the time when you can have that fight. So (laughs) what I, a lot of times these are, this is equipment that you're renting. So what I advise moms a lot of time is go ahead and do the rental for a short period of time and then fight with your insurance company next week. Don't wait months to do it, but... waiting the probably several days that it's going to go through to get to the right people and get pre-authorizations and those sorts of things is, is not always in the best interest of what you need for your milk supply. Uh, But it it just takes a lot of, of phone calls to the insurance company and, and really pushing and saying, this is the, I need a specific type of pump, a heavy duty hospital grade type of pump I know how to get one. How do I get it covered by you? Mm-hmm. It is medically necessary. I have my doctor's information. What process do we need to I go through to, go to get it? it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, again, you know, it's uh, it's pretty much this way, whether it's insurance for your health care or your car or your home or anything else, you've got to know what it is you've got to do. 
so Robin, what about if you have a baby today and you have a pump and your insurance pays for it and all is well in paradise, what happens if you have another baby in a few years? Are you entitled to another pump? Most of the plans I have heard of cover one pump per pregnancy and live birth. So so if you had another baby in a period of time, yes. At one point, I heard somebody say their plan required it to be three years apart. They only provided one pump per three years, but... I don't I don't know about that. I would think that probably it's pretty realistic to think that if you have another baby that you would probably be covered for another pump. Again, that's a question to ask. Yes. You, you don't assume in other words. Right. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> and Robin, sometimes I feel a little goofy suggesting to mothers that they need to scope out the idea of renting. And they kind of look at me like I'm old and fuddy-duddy and think, well, like, why would I do that if I could own a pump because my insurance is going to pay for it? Sure. Help me out here. (laughs) Can you address this? Sure. The pumps that are rented are a different type of pump. They're meant for a different purpose. They tend to be heavier duty and their range of normal is much more defined. So we can more reliably predict how they're going to work. There are lots of circumstances where a mom may want to rent instead of buy something like when your baby's in the NICU or very ill and you're going to be separated. You need to have that heavier duty pump to help stimulate your supply. Plus, it's an unknown. You don't know how long you're going to need this pump and that sort of thing. So you really need that durability. When you're pumping for an unknown period of time, such as when you're separated from baby or a very common one I hear You're waiting for your pump to come from your insurance company, and they tell you it'll be two to six weeks. That's a long time to wonder. Now, yeah. Yeah. The other one is I've had moms who are returning to a workplace where they have pumps available at work. So she may not want to invest in getting one for the period of time where she's not at work, or she may want to use the same one that's there. And then another one is traveling. I get this a lot, especially around the holidays, where you're going to visit mom and dad, and you already have to take the baby in the car seat and the diaper bag and the suitcases, and to lug your pump along <laughs> is a lot. And so renting one locally where you're going to be is just a convenience. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Robin, I'm not really familiar quite with how your organization works, but if I go online today, because I know when I met you in Denver, you had a bricks and mortar store and Mm -hmm. now you have just an internet based store. Mm -hmm. So if, if I'm a mother and if I want to go to Robin's bosom buddies store, can I pick it up locally? How do you ship it? How does that work? We have lots of options, and the answer to all of those is yes, we'll do all of those. So if a mom either calls us or goes to our website and does the information for a rental, we're always then going to contact her and work with her by email, phone, or both. We have a pickup location in the Denver area. We deliver to hospital bedsides while you're still there. We'll deliver to your home either by courier or we do ship, and we ship pumps all over the country. The closer you are to Denver, the faster you get it, but... Sure. A lot of times, especially if you're in the hospital, you have a couple of days notice that this is coming. So we can usually do a pretty good job getting a pump to your doorstep by the time you need it. 
I'm impressed, Robin, I have to say, because when I met you, it seems to me that you actually had two stores that were brick and mortar. Am I right? Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, By the way, Robin, I'm just chuckling to myself a little bit. If I remember correctly, I believe you took my course in 2009. Is that true? Do you remember? Man, I have to go backwards a little bit. Uh, I, it could have been 2009. I think it might have been, might have been 2011. I, I, uh, was wild. Yeah, so somewhere in there. I know I was pregnant when I sat for the exam, so I'm having to work backwards from oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that you knew so much about pumps, and you were so, um, I don't know. You just really knew your stuff. You are way more than just a salesperson. And the fact that you were getting certified for your IBCLC was testament to that. But it was really your your connection. You really got it. And, uh, and of course, the good news is I've picked up that course so much since you took it. But anyway, <laughs> so Robin, talk with us a little bit about this, too, because this makes me just a little bit crazy. Some mothers think that in order to breastfeed, they just automatically need to have a pump. And I do everything I can to dispel that idea. Uh, What's your take? Breast pumps are convenience, and we sure love our convenience, don't we? Oh, don't Uh, I think in our culture, we have a lot of problem deciding what's a want and what's a need, and we forget that line. And you're absolutely right. In a lot of cases, a breast pump is absolutely not a need. And in fact, I think can do a little bit of harm because we rely on it as a crutch and then we don't feed our babies. Yep. But we really like our convenience. So (laughs) I think the real key is you got a lot to do when you have a new baby. So working with professionals who know what they're doing to help guide you into getting breastfeeding off well, whether that's with or without a pump. And then how do you work that pump into your routine so that you can have the convenience you want and still be nursing your baby. And if you're having challenges, oftentimes you're going to need that pump within the first week. But if, I mean, minor challenges are going to happen to everybody, but if the challenges are relatively minor and working through them, you're not going to need that pump for four to six weeks when you're ready to start being away from your baby a little bit, or if you're returning to work or something like that. But yes, a breast pump is definitely a luxury and oftentimes not a need, assuming your baby's healthy and all of that. Robin, I kind of go a little bit apey telling mothers that there is no pump in the world that will do as good of a job as the baby. Tell me you agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. It, it, it's just the way it is. When do you. So here's a question that I get quite regularly. Oh, I'm going to go back to work at whatever, six weeks, Mm -hmm. eight weeks, whatever it is. So I want to start pumping right away so that I can increase my milk supply and so that I can get a stash in the refrigerator or excuse me, in the freezer. How do you respond to that? Well, obviously this is this mom's first baby because the last thing you want when you just had a baby is one more thing to do. (laughs) So Yes, you definitely go into it with that mindset. But really, the most important thing is to establish breastfeeding well. That is the best thing you can do to prepare yourself to go back to work. Because if you don't spend time getting your baby to latch well, getting that that supply up, snuggling with your baby, creating that bond, doing all that, you're not going to have a chance of having a good supply when you go back to work. So number one, establish that breastfeeding relationship. Sometimes that's easier than others, but we work through that. Then when you feel like, 
okay, I can get through the day taking care of my baby, maybe even got a shower and a meal in there. Maybe I'm ready to add one more thing and you want to start pumping a little bit. That's okay, but it should not be your first priority. You definitely probably need to get started a couple weeks before you go back to work. Yep. But there's a sweet spot in there where you just get to enjoy being a mom. And you really, it's just so sad when, when moms don't allow themselves to do that. I just love so. what you just said. A sweet spot. That's such a great phrase. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, everybody, don't go away. I'll be right back uh, after this short break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you need breastfeeding training for your hospital staff? Maybe you need to offer all 15 sessions to meet the baby-friendly requirements. Or perhaps you need just a few sessions. Check out Marie's new course, Best Practices for Breastfeeding Management. It's perfect for improving your exclusive breastfeeding rates and helping staff earn contact hours. You know Marie will focus on the clinical outcomes, not just the training process. Marie's course offers the ultimate in flexibility and convenience. It's online 24-7 so staff can study at their own pace. You can use the course for all of your staff or just your newly hired staff. And Marie offers a tracking report so you can tell who has started or finished. Best of all, staff can print out their own certificate when they finish. Don't waste another minute trying to develop your own course. Trust America's leading breastfeeding educator to provide staff training that works. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894. 703-787-9894. And ask for your bulk discount. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What's the weirdest place I've ever done it? Probably at my niece's high school musical during intermission. I've done it on an airplane. In our minivan while his mother was driving. Hi, Mom. What's the weirdest place I've ever pumped? Probably the car dealership. In the bathroom at my sister's wedding. Finding a good place to pump can be hard. Donating breast milk is easy. No matter where you've pumped, you'd make a good donor to the Mother's Milk Bank at Austin. Learn how your milk can save lives at milkbank.org slash gooddonor. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Born to be Breastfed. 
Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Born to be Breastfed. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm here today with Robin Williams, who is the owner of Bosom Buddies. And before we go on, I just wanted to tell our listeners that I was checking my notes and there were just a couple of points that I wanted to make sure that everybody was clear about. Robin apparently is on the same wavelength with me about philosophy of when you should start pumping, even if you are planning to go to work, back to work. And she said about two weeks or, or more, and there is a, quote, sweet spot. Loved that. I just want to mention that from a physiologic standpoint, lactation is not fully established until about three or four weeks after the baby is delivered. And so basically, if you believe, and you should believe, that the baby is better than any pump in the world, you really want to give yourself the advantage of having the baby be removing milk from your breasts early in the game because that is when lactation is being established. I also wanted to bust another myth. I've heard this from mothers um, when they uh, want to buy a pump from, or better yet, they want to get a pump for free from a friend, which means that they're sharing a single-user pump. And I've had people tell me, oh, well, no, 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 this is just something the pump companies make up. Uh, they just want to make more money and get you to buy it new. That is totally untrue. Robin talked to us about the FDA requirements, and so I just want to emphasize that the reason that FDA is saying this, the Food and Drug Administration, is that it is a single-user item. It's just, I tell mothers this, it's just like your toothbrush. You would not share your neighbor's toothbrush. You wouldn't want to share their pump. So just kind of want to keep you with, with those things in mind. So, Robin, here's my question for you. What about if the pump no longer works, you got the pump from your insurance company in the first place, now for whatever reason it has some defect or it's not working well, will insurance cover another pump for you? So generally that's going to be an issue of a warranty and so generally the manufacturer is going to be the one that's going to take care of that. Every pump that you get is going to come with an instruction manual that should have the contact information for the manufacturer So hang on to that. If anything happens, that would be your first point of contact. If you have any troubles getting that taken care of or working with them, then of course, contact your insurance company for additional help, but it should be covered by the manufacturer. One would think. Yes, absolutely. Robin, I also want to talk to you about what I call the conversation. And that is mother's what mothers tell me they want is generally based on what their friends have have liked or used or recommended, been happy with, or they go onto Amazon.com and they see that thus and such a product has so many stars, et cetera, you get the idea. And then I sort of have with them what I call the conversation. And I kind of basically tell them that the best pump is the best pump for you, which is not necessarily what is the best pump for your friend or maybe the best pump for what your last baby was or your next baby or the person across town or anything else. And to my utter astonishment, I've had mothers say things to me like, oh, well, um, I've just never had anybody talk to me about my situation. I, they uh-huh. just tell me, go buy this pump or that pump, and that's what I do, or I, uh, friends tell me that, and that's what I do. Can you speak to this? 
Yes, and and you're exactly right. We we get our as women in our culture, we get our information from others. We we want to be connected, but breastfeeding is very individual. And just yeah. like you wouldn't, when you're feeling ill, you wouldn't go to your friend and find out what medicine they took last time. You'd go to your doctor and let your doctor figure out your situation. Breastfeeding is very personal. And first and foremost, you need to think about yourself. Getting input from friends is fabulous, but what is your situation? And it's not going to be the same as anybody else's. And so you really have to remember to advocate for yourself that this is a product for you and for your baby and what makes the best sense to you. Yes, take all of that information and his information, but yes. but you really have to, this is very personal and, and you really have to be selfish and think about yourself in this, even if it's not what your next door neighbor has or what is the best rated on Amazon or anything. It's what works best for you. And it absolutely is dependent on your circumstances. It's when it, are you going back yes. to work and how big is your commute and uh all of those kinds of things that are just so individualized. And so, you know, I probably spent a good 20 minutes talking to people about that because I really want to make sure that it it works for them and that's not necessarily their neighbor. Robin, right. if you talked about convenience once, you talked about it two or three times, and I, I would be the first to say that we are a society of convenience if one ever lived. So when, if... If the woman is not fortunate enough to have you or me standing next to her elbow here, mm-hmm. what kinds of things should she be thinking about? Certainly convenience, her lifestyle, what her needs are, cost. We've talked about uh, needs are kind of hard to nail down here. I, I mean, sometimes I want to talk about things like how many cycles per minute and so forth. But honestly, if she's mm-hmm. on a date night, that's very different than if right. she's got a 28-weeker. You know, so that kind of right. doesn't matter. But uh, what are your final thoughts on how she should think about what it is she's trying to find? Well, I think first and foremost, she needs to think about what am I going to use this for? Why do I need it? And an appropriate need is because I want it, and that's fair. But why do I want it? I want it to use for this and this and this, because that outlines then what things do I need to get me there. You want to make sure you're working with a reputable company. You know, does it have a good website? Is it, is there customer service available? Do they have lactation consultants on hand? Have you heard of this brand before? Do they have spare parts available? (laughs) Right. The dog's going to eat something. What are you going to do then? (laughs) You know, um, Thinking about things like that, and I think that's where some of, once you've defined what your needs are and what your wants are, you'll start narrowing it down to a few different things, and then looking at blogs or input from friends or reviews might help clarify some of those questions to help you figure out what's the best for your situation. I would absolutely agree, because the truth is that yeah, as we're, we're all different individuals, mm-hmm. and so What's important to me might not be important to somebody else. You know, I don't really care what the bag looks like. But I've had women who say, I can't go to, I got this really high-powered job. I can't be going there looking like this. You know, I look like a frump. Uh, Right. Okay. Uh, So, you know, for everybody, it's a different thing. Robin, I know that you are offering a special for people who are listening to this show. And so I just want to tell listeners, be careful now. Listen real carefully. You need a coupon code. Here's the code. It is Marie. (laughs) How about that? M-A-R-I-E, Marie, as in Marie Biancuto, host of your show. And Robin is offering 15% off 
everything on her website, excluding a few items where the manufacturers restrict the discounting. This offer is good from Bosom Buddies, good through March 31st, 2018. And we did that because we know that some of you download the show a long time after it actually airs. Robin, tell us your website. Our website is www.bosombuddies.com. That's B-O-S-O-M-B-U-D-D-I-E-S. Indeed so. That is www.bosombuddies.com. Get your 15% discount when you put in the code MARIE. Thank you, everyone, for being here today and for listening. And thank you, Robin from Bosom Buddies, for being on the show. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Really enjoyed it as well. Uh, Hey, everybody, don't go away. Remember, I will be back next week to do what? Bust the myths and clarify the facts. In the meanwhile, remember, your baby was born to be breastfed. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in this week to Born to be Breastfed. Please join Marie Biancuso next Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, do its best for you and your baby.